Welcome to Dropping Gems with your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian, where we discuss various facets of holistic health and wellness that assist with creating a positive mindset, providing tips for nourishing the body, and uplifting the spirit. Greetings and welcome. I'm your holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. After the break, we'll be taking you through a guided meditation. We'll also be rounding up the show with our featured guest, Shanna Martin, also known as Indigo. She is a singer, songwriter, and mental health advocate. We'll be right back after this short break. You are listening to Dropping Gems. Venice Richards, your pure romance consultant, has been enhancing the lives of women since 2011 with spa, beauty products, and lingerie. Contact her at 631-943-1868. Or you could even visit her website at pureromance.com slash Venice Richards. Welcome back to Dropping Gems. I'm your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. This segment of Meditative Moment is sponsored by Pure Romance by Venice. Check out their Healy line, a healthy collection that helps balance your mind and body with exclusive essential oil blends and indulgent body products. You can place an order at pureromance.com slash Venice Richards or call 631-943-1868 to place your order. Today, I wanted to focus on affirmations that should be said daily. I have my own affirmations that I do daily and often several times a day, especially when negative thoughts creep into my mind. I use these affirmations to counteract them. Some of us may even be feeling conscious about our bodies right now due to the weight we have put on during the pandemic. And I'm here to tell you that you should love yourself no matter what shape or form you are in and work towards getting the body and the life you desire, but still love on yourself along the way. So today, before we begin our meditation, I want you to set an intention and remember Doing meditation or repeating daily affirmations should be done regularly and not just for today. Make it a habit and you will see your words and your thoughts will come to fruition if you stay in that vibration. Make sure that you are in a comfortable position so that you're either sitting with your feet flat on the floor or you want to sit with your legs crossed. Just find a position that is most comfortable for you. You can close your eyes or leave them open if you wish. Now, I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. We're gonna do this two more times. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Last time. In through your nose and out through your mouth. <sighs> Repeat after me. I love and accept myself. I 
I attract opportunities in my life by bringing me peace and prosperity. I desire love and I get it in abundance. I am enough. I am in the process of becoming the best version of myself. I believe in trust and have confidence in myself. Defeat is not the author of my story. I am worthy of my dreams. I believe in my visions and my dreams. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. We're going to do this two more times. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Last time. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Now I want you to go back to the intention that you said prior to this guided meditation. Pay attention to how you're feeling in your body. Are you feeling relaxed? I want you to sit in this moment as we take a quick break and we'll be right back. We are proud to announce that Dropping Gems now has merchandise. Yes, we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, home decor, and so much more. You can get your official Dropping Gems merchandise at www.keishagems.com slash apparel. me 
Take me down to the river Down to the river Down to the river Take me down Take me down to the river Down to the river Down to the river Take me down is entitled Down to the River and it's by our featured guest today Shanna Martin aka Indigo guest today is Shanna Martin also known as Indigo she's a singer-songwriter and mental health advocate based out of Houston Texas with her original music like onto any other independent artists such as Corey Bay Ray and Indiari Indigo uses her unique take on the neo-soul and indie music genres to help people experience life in a more connected, in-depth way. Welcome Shanna Martin, aka Indigo, to the show. So excited. Indigo aka Shanna Martin. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my show today. This is an exciting, exciting show because I met Shanna Martin actually on Instagram. She yep. was doing her tips on Tuesday. So definitely, I am just so excited. And her tips on Tuesday, I have to tell you, if you haven't seen it, you need to um, definitely check it out because it's such a great wealth of information and she also entertains by playing high vibrational music so I have to tell you really check that out so thank you thank you for having me I'm very excited to be here and I'm ready to get into the conversation yes definitely so since I brought up tips on Tuesday can you please tell the audience what exactly our Tips on Tuesday, and why did you um, start it? Okay, so Tips on Tuesdays is a weekly segment that, like you said, I do on Instagram Live for now. Um, it's a segment where I share tips, uh, habits, and perspective changes for other creative entrepreneurs like me uh, to help them keep their mental health at peak level, as peak level as they can. The reason I created Tips on Tuesdays is because I noticed when it came to uh, supporting the mental health of people who are creators or in the creative field, there was a really big gap after suicide prevention. So everybody, you know, is really focused on suicide prevention for obvious reasons, but you don't just get to that point. You know, there's a lead up to that. And if you get out of that zone, there's something that happens after. And I always did wonder, you know, what happens after we get out of suicide prevention? I didn't see a lot of resources for that. So that's why I decided to create that segment so that I could uh, do my offering into that space about helping uh, other creative people 
maintain a, the best mental health that they can. So. Yes, thank you. So what um, what exactly are you doing, I should say? Can you explain to the audience? Because I've experienced tips on Tuesday, but I just want to know what exactly um, are you doing during that time? And yes. what time does it come on? You could also tell uh -huh. the audience as well. Absolutely. So I do tips on Tuesdays. Um, every almost every single Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and during those sessions, what I do is I started off with some music uh, because I am a musician as well. And then we get into the topic at hand. So every week, usually we start with a different topic. Sometimes people suggest topics to me and we talk about those. We discuss them as a group. Um, sometimes I will also bring on other creators to talk about a specific subject that I think they have a great handle on and to speak to everybody who uh, joins into the Instagram Live. And we talk about topics that deal with mental health. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's, it's so important that we actually talk about um, mental health and especially young people, people of color in our community, because it tends to be a taboo subject, you know? Yeah. So Absolutely. definitely bringing awareness to it and break, breaking that cycle. Um, um, that, that's probably one of the, the biggest reasons I have for doing it, because I, as you were saying, people of color and what you would consider minorities, uh, we, we do have a history of being underserved in this area of mental health. And it's heavily stigmatized for us, which means that um, the symptoms that come along with some of the conditions uh centered under mental health uh, can have a negative connotation to them. People see those things negatively and not always as something that just needs a little time and a little treatment. So, you know, I, that's a big, that's a big motivation also behind me doing that. I love that. I love it. Um, so can you tell the audience, do you have any upcoming music performances or projects coming about? Oh, yeah. Actually, one thing I really have coming up very quickly, which is this coming Sunday, is I'm going to be doing a live meaningful music session, which is one of the sessions I offer uh, personally through my services. Meaningful music is a session where I work with one person or maybe a small group of people. Uh, we do some music relaxation exercises, some mental relaxation exercises, and then I go ahead and take some of the words and some of the themes they're incorporating into their life at the time. And I turn it into a custom song for that person or those group of people at that time. And I sing that for them so they can get that in their subconscious, which is where change really starts to happen. So I've got that coming up this Sunday, coming up at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on Instagram Live. Oh, cool. So even yeah. if they can't see it live, they could always check it out after. Uh, you actually um, do the you you actually go through that process of making the custom um, the custom made music for their subconscious right there on the live. That's exactly what I do after we get oh. through with uh, music relaxation and uh, maybe one or two mental relaxation exercises, some grounding or something like that. Um, yes, I actually ask the people who are participating with me to sh tell me what some of the phrases or some of the words or mantras they're trying to incorporate in their life. And I go ahead and structure that into a song right there on live for everybody who's watching. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I wonder what my mantra would sound like. <laughs> that's how I think about it. And you'll get plenty of inspiration from uh, the other people there. Uh, everybody uh, around me, I'm proud to say, 
is looking to live a more positive life than the one they already have. So it's already pretty positive. They're looking to take it up. So you will get plenty of inspiration from the people who are there. That's cool. Cause I do my affirmations and um, I, I meditate and all that as well. So I'm just wondering, cause there are certain things that I say, phrases I say, and I do make a song to it. I'll be sitting here clapping. It's a good thing. It's music has a way of doing that for people. And that's why when we want small children to learn things, what do we do? We turn it into a song because music, it has a way to get stuck in those grooves the way that just words by themselves can't do. So it's, yeah, it's a great exercise. I love doing it with people. Oh, wow. I need to come to that. <laughs> this <laughs> <is> little... <laughs> I'm coming that. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> so I know that you're also a mental health advocate. So can you um, tell us what was your experience with mental health and what has been like for you? Yes, yes. So uh, as we mentioned before, you brought up a little bit earlier for people of color, it, it can be a little bit harder for us to be serviced or to have our, our symptoms recognized. So it wasn't until I got to be a, in college, really, that I really got a chance to sit down with a counselor or a therapist and understand some of the things that I had been dealing with my entire life, which include, you know, situational depression, uh, an adjustment disorder, um, dealing with, you know, anxiety, heavy anxiety. And, you know, when I was younger, it was really a mystery to me. I would wonder why, you know, us not having the, the thing I wanted for dinner would just send my whole day into a spiral, but it's just because the environment that I was in, while I did grow up in a loving family, I grew up in an inner city situation. I grew up in uh, inner city Buffalo, New York. So it wasn't necessarily the safest place to be. And that with a couple with some other things just created an environment where I had a lot of anxiety and a, a lot of things to deal with on a regular basis. So coming up, you know, mental health, my parents did the best they could, of course, but it wasn't something I was able to take care of. So I was glad that when I got a chance to finally start working with a counselor and a therapist, we were able to do things like identify my triggers and see what mm -hmm. it is that, that sets me on the path where I end up in a maybe a more depressed uh, state or in a, uh, having a depressive episode. Um, what it is that makes me anxious or what thought processes end up uh, where I'm having an anxiety attack or a panic attack and really be able to deal with that you know? Wow. So I, I'm just curious, did you go away to school or were you um, a commuting, a commuter student? Against uh, my, against my wants, I went away to school. My parents were like, you have to go. Cause I was definitely a child that was like, I just want to stay here. I like my family. I don't want to be, you know, around a bunch of strange people. My parents were like, you have to go get out into the world. So they, I think that probably had a lot to do with me uh, seeking help as well because I was on my own. So I didn't have that fallback I usually would have, you know, that comfort I usually have. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to learn how to deal with this stuff that's going on. I'm going to have to do it on my own, but not on my own. I'm going to have to get some help from a place I normally wouldn't. So, yeah, I was uh, on campus, um, same state, but living in a different city. Oh, yeah. Because when you were talking about um, adjustment, um, you had um... – you, the, the term you mentioned. Uh -huh, adjustment disorder. Mm -hmm. yeah, adjustment disorder. That's what made me wonder, did she go away to school? Because I can see that being a big adjustment for a young person. They're so used to being at home with their family and mm -hmm. then going to um, 
getting yourself into another situation or um, you're in another, you're in another um, environment where you don't know (laughs) the people. Everyone is a stranger to you. You have no familiarity. So I'm like, oh, wow, I could see that. Um, Well, you know, I was going to say for me personally, (laughs) and I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, for me personally, it it was that definitely had a big key in it. And growing up, I I did unfortunately have to deal with uh, some sexual abuse when I was a child. And I also um, had a parent who had some undiagnosed uh, mental conditions that we we didn't understand when I was growing up. So along with all of those things, uh, usually with an adjustment disorder from what I've been told from professionals is something that tends to be short term unless you uh, have a repeated high impact situation, in which case you're not able to recover. So that's how you end up having a harder time adjusting over a longer period of time. It's just a simple way to put it. So definitely going to school was probably did not help (laughs) as far as that goes. uh, But it did help in that I was able to finally recognize what was going on with me and get the help that I needed to get for that. That's great. So I'm actually going away to school, help you to take the steps you needed (laughs) to help improve your mental health. It really did. It's amazing how... Um, you know how they always say, you know, the, the what you want is outside your comfort zone. It was definitely true for me because my comfort zone, I was able to just fall back and, you know, just lay, lay in the cut and deal with it that way. But when I got out of my comfort zone and it was really up to me to start taking charge of my life, I was like, OK, you know, this isn't working, you know, missing classes for, you know, because I just don't feel like I can get out of the bed today. And this and maybe, you know, I don't maybe that's not supposed to. Be, that doesn't have to be that way. Maybe it doesn't have to be that way. And so that's what really did drive me to go and, you know, speak to, started off with a, a, a suggested counselor uh, from a friend, but eventually I moved on to uh, one of the other counselors that the school had available and she mm-hmm. turned out to be the right fit for me and we were able to get a lot done together. So that was a good experience. For me. Cool. I really love that. And I love how you then took to your um, your love of music and your talents as a singer songwriter and incorporated that. Oh yes, that's and that's what I had to do. Thankful, I'm so thankful for music. I'm be honest, and I come from a very uh, artistic family. Everybody plays instruments, everybody sings. So music was definitely one of the things in my life that always had a um, happy memories associated with it, and it was a way for me to express myself. So when I started writing songs around the age of maybe like 10 or 11, when I started really writing my own music, it was a great release for me. It was a good way for me to deal with my anxiety and some of my feelings and things like that. And I, I'm, I've just noticed that music does that for a lot of people, unless whether they're singing it, whether they're listening to it, whether they're writing it themselves, it just is a, what do they call it? A cathartic experience for people mm. to have their feelings and their emotions and their experience recognized. You know, I can imagine what your catalog looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I got some, I got books and books of, <laughs> of songs. I just um, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> At 10, I feel like it was younger than that. <laughs> 
Well, that 10 is about the time where I was really able to get around some other instruments. You know, I've been, my parents had us singing in, in the, in church, you know, my, my family's not religious, but they did, we did sing in churches and stuff like that when I was younger. And my dad is a, uh, he's a songwriter who is one of the best songwriters I know. So, and my mom plays instruments and she's a great singer. So I definitely get it from them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I probably did. I probably just forgot the song. <laughs> Because I could imagine when you were a little girl, you probably going around that, that you know, just going around the house singing and you probably just making up songs. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's how I definitely was like that. I'm still like that to this day. And, you know, another thing, since we were talking about keeping the whole mental health theme going, another thing music really helped me with it. I did at one at a certain point in my life uh, have to deal with some self-harm issues as well. So music really helped me you know, get to a better place with that, where that wasn't a, a issue for me anymore. Um, it's just amazing what music can do for people. If they call it one of the universal languages, because you can yeah. understand it without, you know, having to speak or having to talk. You can really, you can listen to instruments and listen to the notes, and it can take you to another place. And I've always loved that about it. Yes, most definitely. So we um, we talked about how you use music um, with um, in regards to mental health towards other people. But what are actually some of the steps you took to improve your mental health? I know you went to therapy, you recognize your triggers, but what are some like um, daily practices that you actually use? OK, so some of the daily practices that I use and a lot of those I did get from uh Working with the counselor I worked with most recently, uh, she was more of a life plan counselor. So she did a lot of work with me, helping me identify my triggers and things like that. Um, one of the one of the best things I do that really, really helps, and it sounds so simple, but I make my bed every day. Um, and just can you repeat that? You got um, you're frozen right now. Hello? Shana? I can't see you. Can you see me? Yes. Okay, great. Can you see me now? <laughs> yes, we're good to go. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question again. Okay. We've um, discussed the steps you took to help improve your mental health, but what are some things that you do on a daily basis, or what are some rituals that you might use to help maintain and uh, a balanced um, or be at homeostasis when it comes to your um, mental health. Yes, yes. So this is a, a lot of these tips that I've picked up for myself, my personal practice in my life, I've gotten through working with other counselors, specifically the one I've worked with recently. She helps with, you know, helping you create your life plan and, and planning things out in your life the way that you would like them to be. So the first one I have to say, and it's super simple and it sounds like, you know, oh, that's just simple, but it really, really helps is that I make my bed every single day. Mm. I never used to make my bed at all. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. But one day it just occurred to me, I was like, you know what? I'm waking up and my room is just out of order and it's setting up the rest of my day to be out of order. And there's, there's something I can do about that. And so it just started that day that I was like, I'm going to make my bed. And I've noticed that since then, just a, a small thing of structure in the beginning of your day to really set up the rest of your day to, to go more smoothly. 
it's surprising. And it doesn't have to be, you know, for anybody who's thinking about doing that, it doesn't have to necessarily be that. But just think about something that you can set in order that's going to set the rest of your day up for structure and order. And it's going to it's going to organize your mind a little bit better. Um, something else that I do is I try to meditate regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have a busy mind and I have a very like body that likes to do a lot of stuff. So to sit down and meditate, it, it does take a little bit of discipline for me. Um, and I've tried different techniques. And that's something I would recommend for everybody is if you're going to try something like meditating or any other uh, spiritual practice kind of more associated like that, uh, go ahead and try some different techniques because maybe the first one you try, like for me, might not be the one for you. I, I could not meditate that way. But I've tried a different technique since then, and I found something that really worked pretty well for me for, for now. So those two are some great ones. Nice. Um, I have to agree with you when it comes to uh, making your bed. That's something that I, I, you know, I make sure that I do. And also with meditation, um, there's so many different types of meditation. Everyone thinks when they think of meditation, they think, oh, you have to sit and clear your mind or you have to um, repeat om, <laughs> you know, so many amount of times. But you know, there's so many different ones. It's actually dancing meditation. You have music meditation, you know, and you will naturally clear your mind when you are focused on whatever meditation that you um, do. So it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be difficult. The one thing I always like to tell people, whether you're talking about meditation, whether you're talking about uh, finding a mental health professional to work with, whether you're talking about structuring your life. There is no one size fits all for this. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to go through a little bit of trial and error until you find somebody, some structure, some process that works really well for you. And be open to the fact that it might work well for you right now, but you might have to change it later because something else might work better. You know, you just have to keep an open and fluid mind about this kind of stuff and be ready to accept what does work for you and use that to your best advantage. Yes, definitely. No, mm-hmm. one set, one shoe does not fit all. So something no. doesn't work, you try something else. Even when I'm um, getting a therapist, if you don't resonate with that therapist that you are seeing, then go and find someone else until you find someone that resonates with you. It's like a marriage. Yes. So it's like yes. A <laughs> somebody to help you sort out what's going on inside your head basically or you know inside your being and that is a very personal thing so you you know you're not stuck to one person if that's not a person that's meant to you know that works well with you please don't feel bad about that if you ever thought about feeling bad about it please don't do that it doesn't mean anything personal about you or them it just means that you all are not suited to work together and that there's somebody that you would work with better and you owe it to yourself to go on and find somebody else who, who can deal, help you deal with your specific things that you're working on at that time. And there's just nothing wrong with that at all. Yes. And me personally, I'm going to, you know, give some um, information about myself. I've actually gone through about what six or seven therapists. Because if I, I'll stay with them for a little while. And if I see I'm not getting the results I want. To me, it's like dating until I meet the one where, you know, you know. <laughs> that's right for you. <laughs> well, just, you know, personally, I'll share a little bit of my experience. The first um, the first therapist that I tried was recommended to me by a friend. And uh, I went to her 
And the reason that she was the first but not the, the last therapist I went to is because her structure was a little bit more tough love style. And that just didn't work for me because I grew up in the inner city. I grew up in so that whole the tough love thing. I didn't need that because I could take personal responsibility. So I didn't need anybody to help me take personal responsibility. I needed somebody to help me understand why I was doing some of the things I was doing and how I could work on making that better. So her structure would be good for somebody who, who did need to take a little bit more look at their discipline and their personal responsibility. But for me, that's not what I needed. So I went to a different mental health professional uh, who had a different way of structuring her, her sessions and everything. And that worked better for me. Yes, definitely. So when seeking therapy, definitely don't, as I'm Shanna saying, don't feel bad. If, if um, the therapist isn't working for you, thinking you have to stay there and you're going to make you feel bad. No, <laughs> go find someone else. <laughs> no, please do. Please find someone else. As I was telling one of my friends, I was like, look, they, they don't have a, a, a chat book where they all say this, this is, they went to me and then they went to that. No, the therapists work with their clients as they need to and there's not they don't see anything wrong with it because there's not anything wrong with it so you do what you need for you because if you're taking that step to go and get some help for for your uh whatever you're dealing with mentally you know that's a first off that's a very responsible and brave thing to do you know when you take care of yourself you're taking care of you and everybody that you are around you have contact with and you take responsibility for so that's that's something that you should you should feel good about doing so you go ahead and do it the way that you need. Very personal thing. Yes, definitely. So I want to know, what do you think most people overlook when it comes to their mental health? What's something you think they might overlook? Something they might overlook. I would say that when it comes to mental health, something that most people overlook is exactly how much it affects the other parts of their life. Mm -hmm. I think that... Um, in the Western world specifically, we have a habit of isolating things instead of seeing them as a system. Um, but our body and our world and our entire consciousness work very much as a system. So what you might think is an isolated thing, you will start to see, you know, the effects of it in areas where you wouldn't have thought it would come up. You know, exactly. your mental health is connected to everything you do and it, it's connected to how you see the world which is a very important thing because that informs your decision. So I think that that's uh, probably something that gets overlooked a whole bunch. Yeah, definitely. Like um, your bank account. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> People, your spending habits, you know, you might not connect it to. So we look at like your hol holistically, how you um, are living holistically, you know. Mm -hmm. Holistically, yes, that's the word. Holistically, it and you know, and when it comes to we're talking about therapists as far as mental health professionals, but if it comes to counseling for any subject, please do not feel like you can't go and get help for that. Me personally, I get financial coaching right now because growing up, finances was not something that was um, taught very well in my area or my household. Not that people didn't want to; they just didn't have the knowledge themselves. Yeah, so, you know. Yes, when it comes to any area of your life, you know, there's there's people who are able to and would love to counsel you about how you can improve in those areas and, you know, take advantage of that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because there's so many different types of coaches out there. So 
besides a therapist, if you could get a coach to help um, you with an area in your life that you might need, like you with the finances, you know, for example, definitely look at that because um, everything comes together holistically. Comes together and you have to, you know, one of the best things I ever did for myself was to be willing to ask people for help. Uh, depending on how you grew up, it might be very enticing to try to do every single thing yourself, but you'll mm -hmm. find if you're going it alone, however much you're carrying, it might slow you down if you just try to do it by yourself. So coaching, great alternative to trying to do it all on your own. Therapy, counseling, great alternatives to trying to do everything all on your own. You just, you, sometimes you just got to face the fact you don't have that kind of time, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting help, excellent alternative to doing it all on your own. Definitely. And I know how I grew up. Um, I actually grew up to be independent. And so asking, that's something I had to learn as you're bringing up, um, bringing up asking for help. That's something I had to learn as an adult to ask for help. But I was always the one like, oh, I could do it myself. I don't want to ask for help because I, I don't want anyone to think that I owe them something. So yeah, no, nobody wants to feel ugh, that that feeling right there. You're like, oh, I don't want I don't want them coming back. This coming back on me. And I feel like I owe people things, this, that and the other thing. But you know what? That's when we start talking about, you know, how your mental health affects you holistically, because that that is a a way of looking at the world, thinking that other people will only want to help you if they can get something from you. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, myself included, and, and I will say maybe you would, would find if we think about it that we're not motivated that way. And I do believe that you do attract people around you who are much like yourself, just through yeah. your behavior, nothing else. So, you know, it would just follow. I go, if I'm not motivated to do things for people just to get something back and I attract people around me who are like me, then the people around me will be happy to help me without waiting, waiting for something in return. It just goes to follow, you know, so mm -hmm. it's all about perspective sometimes. Yeah, definitely. So when I learned it's all right to ask for help and people are so it, well, I guess the people I attract to me are so willing to help me to go to the next level without, I think they're, they're, what they're receiving is seeing me um, shine and me move to the next level and say, oh, I was a part of that. So, you know, that's what I, I had to learn. They're willing. They don't, it doesn't matter. They don't want anything from me. So you have to look at it like that. If you have the right um, tribe around you, the right people around you, you don't have to worry about that. So that's something I had to learn later on in my life. <laughs> I understand. I totally agree with you right there. I think that usually what is in our way is ourselves. And yeah. that's the truth. So what you what you're saying is so true. You'll find if you really want to get something done, first off, if you're really trying to if you're really putting a work in to get something done, people are motivated by that. They're inspired by that and they want to see you win nine times out of ten. You know, so usually if that's going to be the case, the only person stopping you from getting help is you because you're not asking, you know, so you, you got to sometimes you just got to get out of your own way. But that just comes with understanding yourself and, you know, perspective change. That's all. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. And I want you to tell me about Life Loves Music. What exactly is that? OK, Life Loves Music is a nonprofit that I'm in the process of starting. Um, where it's going to focus on getting 
some of these uh, practices that I already have, like the uh, music relaxation and like my meaningful music session, it's going to focus on getting those out there to people who need them um, and at a lower cost or almost free value. <laughs> so um, mm -hmm. live love music is just something that I'm founding right now. I'm in the process of doing it, but I'm very excited about it. And it's going to focus on helping people access music for the purpose of relaxation and uh, help with their mental health. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice. I love that. And that's something you're going to be starting this year? Uh, it's something I'm already working on this year. So, okay, you know. Nice, nice. I love that. Um, so we talked about all about music and um, a mental health. So, yeah. I mean, can you like summarize that for the audience? How do you think that will help? Like, how do the two go together for you? with music and mental health and how would it help to improve someone's mental health? Okay. Um, there's actually a couple ways that I really love that music helps to improve people's mental health. Um, and the first way has actually to do with you learning an instrument or learning to play music or analyze music. So most people know that music is one of those rare things that engages both sides of your brain at the same time. Because it does take a lot of technical skill, but it does take a creative side of it, either to play it or to understand it. So for me personally, I did have a, a grandparent who uh, in their later years developed dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, the reason I bring that up is because when it comes to mental disorders, especially those that uh, can come in when you get older in age, mm -hmm. one of the things that is known to slow down the development and the progression of those is music. Uh, people use that all the time to help people keep their brains active. And even when it comes to something less severe, such as we speak of when people retire, uh, because they're not doing something every day or they're not learning a new skill, their, their brain can atrophy uh, in a significant way. So right. what they recommend is that they learn a new skill. And one of the most highly recommended skills is learning to play an instrument or learning to play some music because wow. of the way that it activates both sides of your brain. So, you know, when it comes to, uh, and it doesn't have to be an older person or a retired person, it can be a person of any age, but learning to play an instrument is going to engage your brain, it's going to exercise your brain, and it's going to activate both sides of your brain at the same time. So you're doing, you know, half the work for twice the results, basically, and it, it will help you help your brain path, you know, just go more smoothly. So I love that about how, how music can help your mental health. And then- Oh, Wow. Yeah, that explains. I actually have a music teacher that lives near me. Well, she um she um teaches piano. Uh huh. She's not too far away from me. She's a few um like a few houses down from me, and yeah. I've actually seen older people because um my my godson um was taking music lessons from her. Well, he was you know prior to COVID, and I yeah. used to see like older people there. She'd be giving um piano lessons to older. Mm -hmm. <laughs> older people and I'm like oh wow they're, they're learning an instrument now at this age so I, I understand I can see that then I love it it's actually one of my uh one of my passions that I've been slowly getting more into which is teaching adult learners it's not that I don't like teaching children they're great actually kids are so much fun to teach but it's something about helping an, uh, an adult learner you know do something that a lot of times they actually have wanted to do their entire life, but haven't mm -hmm. had the time because they have responsibility. You know, they, they had to watch people or they were responsible for other people. So they didn't have the time. And then after a certain amount of time, they just kind of convinced themselves they couldn't do it for one reason or the other. So I love helping an adult learner 
finally get to do that, which is a lot of times it's playing the piano or guitar. And it's not anything major. It's just being able to play their favorite songs for their friends or, you know, being able to play that one song they always love, you know, and it just means the world to them to be able to do that. I love I love that moment when it's just like, I can finally play that Johnny Cash song that I always <laughs> You can. You can do that. I think it's just so, it's so important, you know, especially because uh, a lot of us as adults, we have jobs that are very repetitive. So while we do get to do something a lot of the times, it's not really anything new and it's not learning a new skill. So for those adults who do uh, end up learning a new instrument, it's going to engage your brain and get you thinking again and get you in the habit of learning a new skill. So I love that about it. Oh, wow. Okay, that made so much sense now when I used to see, oh my God. <laughs> that seems different. Yeah, that, that's why it's such a great benefit for that. And uh, the other thing that I love about how music can support your mental health is a little bit of what I was talking about earlier. It is a creative outlet for a lot of people and it doesn't require you. Music is one of those things that does not require you to be on a, any type of professional level for you to get the benefit of participating in it. So whether we're talking about, you know, you're just going to the piano and you're learning how to put a melody together and you're making a song that way, or you're doing something that involves lyrics, you know, it's going to give you that outlet that you need sometimes when it comes to your mental health. Because, you know, even with a therapist, sometimes it can be hard to express yourself. It could be hard to order your thoughts and really say what you mean to say. And using music, and, and sometimes if you're doing lyrics, then it's going to be music coupled with poetry, using those creative arts together, it just gives you another avenue to express yourself the way that you would like to. And that's very, it's very good and relaxing for your brain, so. Nice, nice. I like that, using the left and right side of your brain. Well, even though um, you don't even have to get become older to do that, it's like if you make it a habit from now, yeah, definitely. It'll help with your memory. And even um, they talk about in the music. Um, I know this is a little off topic, but even having music in school, how it helps with um, children learning. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, when I used to work as a I was never a classroom teacher, but I was a paraprofessional. Okay. And, uh, when I used to work as a paraprofessional, I would sometimes help the students that way by um, just that information that they needed to know to music. Actually, I've just done that pretty much at every job I've been at. <laughs> I remember I worked at a grocery store once. I was a manager at a grocery store. And, um, you know, we all had to memorize the codes for the vegetables and all that stuff. So I wrote a song with all the codes and made it rhyme. And then, you know, gave it to everybody at the who had to work the cash registers. And it helped them remember the codes better. We, we really, uh, I'll put it this way. If you think about how many commercial jingles you know right now, you'll realize how easy it is for you to uh, absorb information when it's set to music. <laughs> oh, wow. I would love you as a manager. They probably missed you. <laughs> <laughs> we were singing up in there. I loved it. It was, it was fun. Every job I go to, I've somehow managed to make it music-related if, if I get the opportunity. So, you know, that's, that's why I love that. And you don't have to be an older person um, to do that, as we know. We specifically do it for children for that reason because they can mm -hmm. memorize they can memorize tones and stuff easier than words um, at the beginning, and it sticks. It sticks for a long time. If you still know the ABC song, then you know it sticks. <laughs> yeah, it sure does, and um, it helps to also to connect with um, 
pleasant memories of childhood too. Because when I when I do sing certain songs, or I, I it it does bring up memories. So that is something really good for your mental health as well, bringing you in a happy space. Like I remember walking to the bus stop in the morning as a child, and my yeah. mom she would sing the days of the week to me, but like I, I remember spelling them. So what she would do is make up songs spelling the days of the week. So I would so. I would get a hundred on my spelling test. So when she would walk me to the bus stop, that's what she'd be singing the days. Well, she wouldn't sing the days of the week. She would sing the words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember them. <laughs> that is so smart. I mean, that sounds like my, like my dad, he, uh, like I said, he's a songwriter too. And he, he made a song for each and every one of us. I have four sisters and one brother, and he still remembers the songs that he made for us. And honestly, I don't consciously remember it, but every once in a while he'll sing it. And I'll be like, yeah, I remember liking this song. What song is that again? <laughs> he'll be like, that's my song that I made for you. I'm like, dang, I feel like really comfortable and calm right now. Because you know, even when we're babies, the song that songs that people sing for us, we never really forget, you know, your body memorizes things on a cellular level. And that includes, yeah. and that includes memory. So those those good music and memories associations that you have that can relax your entire body, you know. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, so, um, Shana, can you tell us where can we find your music and where can we um actually where can we actually follow you? You know, definitely want to. Her music is awesome. You want high vibrational music? I'm telling you, I, I, I listen to your music in the background while I'm doing something, sing along to it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Yes, I can tell you where you guys can find me. Um, the easiest place to find me and anything else I do right now until I get my website up is on Instagram. So you can go to Instagram.com and the my app is I am Indigo Music. That's my handle. So I am Indigo Music on Instagram. You can go to my bio and go to my link tree. There you will be able to find my music. You will be able to find me where you can book me for a session like the Meaningful Music session that I was just telling you guys about a bit earlier. And feel free to stop by on Sunday at 12 Central uh, to check that out and see if you would like to book me for a session like that later on. And you can find any of the other things that I have going on at this time. That's the best place to find me. Nice, nice. And I want to know, can you bless us with one of your songs, please? Absolutely, I can. So I've got my guitar right here, Stella. <laughs> and I'm just going to play you guys a short song. This song is called Things Are Gonna Get Better, which is ironically a song I sing to myself a lot when I wait for things to get better. <laughs> yes, definitely. There was a time when, there was a time when Answers came just as easily as they go I tried to catch them like bullets and found That answers flow and that I don't But even in the darkness so I won't pretend that it's all that I won't. Not even in the darkness, so. Not even in the deepest, the darkest hole. 
I know that things are gonna get better. Things are gonna get better. Things are gonna get better. I know. I know. I used to focus on only one thing and only look just one way. But there is beauty all around you, even when you're drenched in rain. So don't go to bed disappointed. Find something to smile about. Don't go home so hopeless. There is goodness to be found. You just gotta seek it out. And you know things are gonna get better. Things are gonna get better. Things are gonna get better. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Shana. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Keep it locked right here. Don't touch that dial. We will be right back. You are listening to Dropping Gems with your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. Well, it's Ray. What you say, what you say. Oh, nah. Yeah, yeah. You love how I bounce and jiggle it. Calling nurse, come and killing it. Love how I've been and reverse it. Oh, this ain't worth it. Let we go. A real bad girl turn it anytime that it walking. I'm in the office ain't much, come here bump and all of the talking But when I bend my back and dip low Wine and twist up my hips up From the look in your eyes, it ain't hard to tell that you want it So welcome to the sweetest wine that you like Cut into style where you like, for me to ride it Stick out my tongue when I wind it Come for the sweetest wine you go get When I push up, push back on it Give me good work, give me drama Take it anywhere I want it Come, come from the back or the front Hold tight when I bubble like that Cute in my face and my bumper fat I gon' get him a run for the money, you know The thing sweet like honey, you know So welcome to the sweetest wine of your life Cut into style when you like Let me to ride it Stick out my tongue when I wind it Come for the sweetest wine you go get When I push up, push back on it Give me good work, give me jam
Ray, the sweetheart of soca, with her latest EP, Sweetest Wine. And I would just like to give happy Independence Day to my Trinidadian fans. I thank you so much for your support with my radio show. So thank you, thank you so much. And before we leave for tonight, I wanted to drop my gem for the evening. And it is this. Remember, and I feel as though I'm speaking to myself, things will always get better. Sometimes in our lives, it appears as though things may not be particularly going our way, but we are faced with certain challenges in life. I really believe we are faced with these challenges to encourage us to help us to become better individual and also to build character. So as Indigo sang in her song, things will, will, things will get better. I do believe things will get better. And this message is not just for me, but I also feel like it's for someone out there who's listening. Just remember that. Hold on. Sometimes there is a lesson we have to learn before we get the blessing. Alright then, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dropping Gems. It has been a pleasure sharing this hour with you. And I want you to make sure that you follow me on my social media platforms at Dropping Gems. That's Dropping Gems with a Z. And You'll check out all the wonderful things that's going on. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and also my YouTube channel, Just Dropping Gems TV. That's Dropping Gems with a Z. It's been a pleasure sharing space with you. Peace, blessings, and holistic health. This is your holistic health and wellness educator. Signing off. Remember, I love you and remember to love you too. Peace and blessings. Dropping gems from Keisha Christian. She's on a mission. Sharing information. Knowledge for soul. Body and mind. Dropping gems. KeishaGems.com. KeishaGems.com